Our scripture reading for today comes from Luke 19, verses 28 through 40. Let us listen to God's word in this familiar passage. After he had said this, he went on ahead going up to Jerusalem. When he had come near Bethpage and Bethany, at the place called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, saying, Go into the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you why are you untying it, just say this, The Lord needs it. So those who were sent departed and found it as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, Why are you untying the colt? They said, The Lord needs it. Then they brought it back to Jesus, and after throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set Jesus on it. As he rode along, people kept spreading their cloaks on the road. As he was now approaching the path down from the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the deeds of power that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to them, Teacher, order your disciples to stop. He answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the stones would shout out. I'm going to be real honest with you. I don't entirely understand Palm Sunday. I mean, I I get it. It's the day we remember Jesus' entry into Jerusalem. He rode in on a colt or a donkey, depending on the story you're reading. The crowd, for some reason that isn't really described, starts laying their cloaks down in front of him. As Jesus is making his way through the city on this colt, people are laying down their cloaks, and they're ripping branches off of palm trees and waving them in the air. And they're yelling things. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. They are yelling these things and laying down their cloaks and waving the palm branches. But why is this considered a holy day? And why is it such an important one? I've worked in a lot of churches and been in even more. There are 12 days of Christmas. And the first Sunday after that is a holy day. It's baptism of the Lord Sunday. It's an official holy day. But most churches don't bother to celebrate it. Or there's the whole mess of Lent. You start with Ash Wednesday, which a lot of churches don't celebrate. There's Monday, Thursday, and Good Friday. And most churches celebrate one or the other. Holy Saturday, pretty much no one does anything with. As you keep going, 40 days after Easter is Ascension Thursday. The doctrine of Jesus teaching the disciples for 40 days after he was raised from the dead was hugely important to the early church. But I haven't met anyone that celebrates Ascension Thursday. And I imagine if we had a service for Ascension Thursday, Thursday, it would be me and empty pews. Why not? Everyone celebrates Palm Sunday. Is it just because we like using props in church? That's fun. 
You guys were smiling as you waved your palm branches. I don't know if you noticed, even giggling, I might add. It's fun to have props in church. But I don't understand why, out of the lineup of church holy days, we've all, across the board, picked Palm Sunday. I mean, I understand why we all celebrate Christmas. It's the day Jesus was born. And the reason why we celebrate Easter, the day he was raised, those make sense. But Palm Sunday? Palm Sunday feels like having a holiday for the day George Washington visited Boston. Why do we have this holiday? Well, it's the day George Washington got here, and he rode in on his horse, and everyone was really excited. Yes, yes, but why do we celebrate this day? Because it's the day he rode into town, and people celebrated then. Isn't that sort of what we're saying? Why do we celebrate Palm Sunday? Why do we celebrate Jesus' travel plans? Why celebrate this instead of the way he fed 5,000 or the first trip he took with his disciples? Why Palm Sunday? Well, it's the day Jesus rode into Jerusalem on a donkey. Right, but why do we celebrate it? Because the crowd celebrated when he rode into town on a donkey. It's the only reason we celebrate Palm Sunday because the crowd celebrated when Jesus rode into town? And is the only reason we wave palms in the air because the crowd waved palms in the air? So why celebrate Palm Sunday? Because palms. People had palms and people like palms, so we celebrate Palm Sunday. Which, I'm going to be honest with you, feels a little bit more like National Pancake Day. National Pancake Day comes every year. This year, it was on March the 8th. Why is there a National Pancake Day? Because pancakes, people like pancakes. So we celebrate National Pancake Day. It's the same with National Sibling Day, National Redhead Day, which I must admit I do consider worth celebrating. (laughs) Or most importantly, March 14th, National Pie Day. Of course, Pi Day cannot be celebrated by those who gave up sugar for Lent, so that is just poor planning on their part. (laughs) Is this all that Palm Sunday is? A day we celebrate because we like palms. It's just a day we celebrate because there was this day a long time ago when people were celebrating. That doesn't cut it for me. Because Palm Sunday is not what it looks like. One of my favorite preachers, Fred Craddock, paints it this way. This parade is not going to end in City Park with a big rally and a band and trumpets and funny hats. This parade is not going to end with Jesus lifted on the shoulders of everybody. Behold your king. He's going to be lifted up on a cross. Knowing this affects the parade because I know where it's going. On Palm Sunday, I want to go out into the street of Jerusalem and say to the crowd, Hold it! Hold it! Hold it! Do you know where this parade is going? Do you have any idea? It's not a parade. It's a funeral procession. What are you doing? You ought to know. You should know. I want to say to the crowd, Stop the parade. 
Do you have any idea? It could be, could be just that they don't. Call it blissful ignorance, just don't know, didn't know. Sorry, I didn't know. The disciples are the ones that should know better. They should be the ones to stop the procession because they know where the parade is headed. Jesus has told them that he is headed to Jerusalem to die. Were they just caught up in the emotion of it? Did they choose to forget? Palm Sunday is like seeing two little girls playing with a balloon, a red balloon, that has been inflated with helium. It's floating up, it goes to the ceiling, and then they reach out to grab the string and pull it back down. The smaller of the two girls gets up on a chair so she can reach the string and pull it down and turn it loose again. They're having a wonderful time. But what if all of this is happening in the lobby of a hospital? In over 200 rooms, there is pain and misery and anxiety and grief and two little girls in the lobby playing with a balloon. Do you think I should say to the girls, what's the matter with you girls? Don't you know what's going on here? Don't you know where you are? Of course not. You don't stop these little girls. You don't stop the Palm Sunday Parade. We don't tell the crowd to stop because as misguided as they may be, while they have no idea that this parade will end with a crucifixion, they're right. Jesus is actually the king. And when a king comes into town, you have a parade. We do it for sports teams when they win a national championship. We do it for heroes when they return from abroad. When a king rolls into town, especially if that king happens to be God, you have a parade. Jesus is a king. And this is the only time, the only time in all of the Gospels where Jesus finally gets the greeting he deserves. Usually someone spits at him. Usually it's not long before people are threatening to throw rocks in his direction. When he goes home, they ask him to preach a sermon, and as soon as he starts, they start nudging each other. Isn't this Joseph and Mary's boy? Isn't he just a carpenter's son? He sure got pretentious. Hardly a king's welcome. No, this time, the crowd is right. This time they get it. A king is coming into town. Lay down your cloaks. Cut some palm branches. It's time for a parade because King Jesus is here. Yes, he's going to die, but not right now. Right now, the king is coming to town with his disciples. So celebrate. Maybe that means on Palm Sunday we should call up the fire department and the police station, pull out our red wagons and our sports cars, and have ourselves a parade. We can all drive into town waving palm branches and yelling, Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. When people walk out to see what we're doing, we can throw candy and yell, King Jesus is coming to town. Come with us and celebrate. Maybe we should have our own parade and honk the horns, wave the palm branches, and throw the candy. But then what? When the parade ends, the fire trucks drive back to the station. 
Mustangs and Corvettes give one last roar before being parked in their owner's garages. Candy is scooped up off the street and people wash the last bits of sticky away. When a parade is over, the crowd ceases to be a crowd. They become just people again and wander back to their homes and jobs. When the Palm Sunday parade ended, the people picked up their cloaks off the ground and shook off the dust, threw their palm leaves away, and went home. The parade ends, but the crowd will return, as we know, on this journey to the cross. A lot of people think the crowd showed up because they thought Jesus was going to start a riot. They thought he was there to kill Caesar. And when he doesn't, the crowd will be back. They will yell to crucify him when he is on trial. They will yell for Pilate to release Barabbas instead. And the crowd will line the streets again as Jesus carries his cross up the mountain to the place he will be crucified. But before the crowd does any of this, they have a parade. And on Palm Sunday, when the parade ended and the crowd ceased to be a crowd and went back to their homes, you just have an empty street. An empty street and Jesus. Jesus sitting there quietly on his donkey. I can't imagine he didn't enjoy being welcomed for once. After all, he rode into town to save these people from the cost of their sins. For a moment, he must have enjoyed people celebrating his arrival, the chanting of the crowd. But now the crowd is gone, the parade is over, the palm branches lay forgotten on the ground, the chanting has stopped, the cloaks have been put back on. Everyone has gone on with their lives. But for Jesus, he knows what's coming. The crowd doesn't know, the disciples don't fully get it, but Jesus knows what is coming. And after the palms and the chanting, Jesus is left alone with his thoughts of what the coming week will bring. On Palm Sunday, we remember that after the crowd's welcome, after the bustle and singing and praising God, after the cloaks and the palms, after the parade ended, they went home. And Jesus was left alone on his walk to the cross. On Palm Sunday, we celebrate with the crowd because someone needs to celebrate Jesus. Someone needs to run alongside him and yell what is true. Blessed be the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and on earth and glory, glory in the highest heaven. But when the parade is over... We remember that our Savior will spend the next week saying goodbye to his friends and family and preparing to die. Each action will be his last. He knows the time he has been announcing, when he will be killed and buried in a tomb. He knows that his time has come. And while the world swirls around him, he continues alone on his solitary walk to the cross. Jesus takes that journey by himself. The disciples will fall asleep as he asks them to pray with him. We will too. The disciples will deny and betray Jesus. We will too. So thank God for the Holy Spirit. Thank God the Spirit of God was with him. 
Today is National Thank God for the Holy Spirit Day, who will remain with Jesus when the parade has ended and the dust has cleared. The Spirit will remain with him through every weary step. The Spirit will remain with him in those moments of quiet when he looks out at the world with a goodbye on his lips. His last sunrise, his last goodbyes. Thank God for the Spirit that will remain with him through the nightmare of Monday, Thursday, and Good Friday. Today, we thank the Holy Spirit that Jesus didn't walk that road alone. And neither do we. Let us pray. For God, today we especially thank you for your Holy Spirit. Your Holy Spirit who walks with Jesus on his journey to the cross. And for your Spirit that walks with us. We can rest assured that your Holy Spirit will guide us and lead us through trials and tribulations, through pains, through hurts, and through joys. Lord God, today as we celebrate you, you our King, today as we celebrate the Lord of Lords and King of Kings, we thank you for your Holy Spirit. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.